everyone. Welcome back from the 4th of July weekend for a new episode of the BizCast. I'm Shannon King. Hope everyone had a great holiday and is trying to stay cool. The other day, I talked to Doug Johnson, president of Marion Manufacturing in Cheshire. I caught up with Doug and asked about how business has been over the past four months and about Marion Manufacturing's recent housing, organization, and distribution of critical PPE to local nonprofits. As always, please share, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And here is my conversation with Doug. My first question is, how has Marion Manufacturing been doing over the past four months? I can't believe it's been four months since the shelter-in-place order. Um, so how have things been? Well, you know, in the very beginning, everybody panicked. We panicked. Um, we were pretty worried about it, but we felt that we would be deemed essential because we're already supplying medical components to various customers. And we also supply a pretty important component in telecommunication in the cabling industry and immediately received some letters from some customers saying, please, you know, declare yourself as essential. We cannot be without supply from you. So we were able to stay up and running. You know, we, we applied for PPP funding and were awarded that and have been and have managed to work every day, 40 hours a week, um, up until this week, and uh, we're starting to see you know some real dramatic slowdowns at this point. Right. So, can you remind me what you manufacture and what you produce, and what uh, supply chains and industries you support at Marion Manufacturing? So, our you know we're a, a contract manufacturing company, a metal stamper. Um, we've been around since 1946 here in Cheshire. Um, family owned. I bought it from the Kramer family in 2015. And we primarily are serving uh, industries like medical components, commercial applications. We make components that go into items like John Deere tractors. And we make some shielding that go into uh, Boeing aircraft. From a medical standpoint, ECG electrodes, if you've ever seen an electrode or how to stress test the little metal connector that uh, the lead wire connects to, we make those for, for customers. So we, we touch a lot of different industries than we have for many, many years. Right. So did you notice uh, more of a slowdown for certain industries uh, rather than others? Absolutely. Our, our automotive part of our business went to zero quickly. Um, Everyone was calling and pushing orders out. And, you know, first in the beginning, it was just a couple week delay and then it became a month long delay. And now we're looking at um, orders that are pushed out all the way into October, November. That was the first one that we saw it followed by commercial. The medical side of it hasn't um, hesitated at all. It's been very steady. We we're very fortunate that we were uh, onboarding two new medical customers through this. So um, that timing was um, great for us to have that to, to fall back on. But the automotive was the first. And then aerospace, we've seen a dip off in that also. But um, for the most part, the automotive has been the biggest uh, drop off. That's really interesting. So we're uh, car manufacturers, um, are they just not, are they just trying to push things out or um, did they see a slowdown in car buying? Is that what it was? Well, I think, you know, really it came down to, um, you know, the, the industry just having to shut down as their suppliers got shut off, you know, the, the um, components that they buy because the automotive industry primarily is, is putting together components that they buy they're not really building a car from scratch anymore they're buying motors from somewhere and headliners from somewhere and car frames and hoods and brake systems and steering columns all come in Mm -hmm. 
um, already assembled. So as those industries started to have to shut down, the auto industry too. And I think they felt a lot of pressure from their unions to, um, from a social distancing standpoint, to, to shut down. And then, of course, the car dealerships did get shut down. They couldn't operate. So there was no, no way to buy a new car. So that you know, was like the perfect storm, I think, for the automotive industry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is your outlook for the next six months, year? Um, do you think things are going to pick back up, stay steady, or continue to decrease? Well, I wish I had a crystal ball. I don't. Um, I'm just kind of guessing here. I, I, we see our orders start to pick back up in October. You know, our biggest concern right now is to get through July and August and September. We see some some uptick there, but with the the red popping up all over the southern part of the country, with these states having the, the resurgence of COVID, um, it's really hard to predict. I mean, when I look at our, our use our largest customer as an example, they've been just completely unpredictable on what they're going to take from us each week. It's a consignment. So the, the material's in their inventory already, and it's been from one extreme to the other. So it's really difficult to to predict. I, I do not believe that we're going to see a return to normal for us as our company until probably the first quarter of next year, if, if we're lucky. I think, and that's if everybody can follow um, Connecticut's lead and get this thing under control. Yeah, absolutely, and we're... Right now, we're seeing spikes in southern and western states, and there are travel advisories for people coming into Connecticut. So, um, yeah, there certainly is that worry that phase three or, you know, additional phases are going to be delayed somewhat because surrounding states are experiencing uh, these spikes that Connecticut, you know, knock on wood, has not seen yet. Um, So, yeah, that's absolutely a concern. How have you been supporting your employees during this time? It's It's been a very uncertain time, even though you have continued uh, work pretty steadily. Um, th- there's a lot of unknowns. There were a lot of unknowns, and there continue to be a lot of unknowns. So how have you been supporting your employees during this time? We try to meet about every two days. Just a stand-up meeting in the middle of our plant, um, standing in a giant circle, of course, because we can't be close to each other. There's only 24 of us. And just talk about it. You know, I try and give them what I'm hearing. Um, I sit on a lot of uh, conference calls out of Washington with the Precision Metal Forming Association. I'm on their board of directors. And we're talking about what's going on in Washington, what's going on in other industries, you know, what I'm hearing from friends who are in our same business and and, you know, the return to normalcy, how bad it is at other places, how fortunate we are. I've been trying to be really positive about the fact that we have been able to operate um, nonstop since it started. And we've all been healthy. Nobody's contracted COVID-19. We've had nobody in our, none of our employees and none of our employees' families. Um, we've done some fun things. We've had some cookouts. We've had some... Um, special t-shirts printed up that I've handed out. I've, uh, in the beginning, as an example, we went and, and bought everyone enough food at our local favorite restaurant, Byron Rondo's, to feed everybody for the weekend. I just said, don't go to the grocery store this weekend. It's too bad out. Here's enough food to feed you 
um, for the weekend and thank you for everything you do. And I think people respond to that. And we've, you know, we have an open door policy. Come in and talk to me about it. If you're concerned about something, you know, I, I plead with them, don't go home and lay in bed and worry about it. Let's talk about it because it might not be what's worrying about. You know, we can't control it. Let's just try and take care of each other and get through this thing, come out the other side. That's really great to hear that you um, have been so supportive and open during this time, because I think that has been absolutely key for employees and leaders, um, just that transparency and that open door policy um, to talk about, you know, what's been worrying everyone during this time. So I also wanted to ask about um, Marion Manufacturing, they you recently uh, distributed donated PPEs to nonprofits in the greater Waterbury area. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that and uh, why you decided to get involved and the reaction you've been getting? Yeah, sure. I'd love to talk about it. It was uh, it was a great event. We, we were approached by Julie Lachlan, who's the president of uh, the the uh, Connecticut Community Foundation in Waterbury. And I serve on the board of trustees there. I'm actually just served as chairman for two years. And she called me and said, look, we have this opportunity to bring in 200,000 masks and 200,000 face shields or 200,000 gloves and 10,000 face shields and distribute to all of our nonprofits in Waterbury and the Litchfield Hills. But we need a place to store all of this. Can you help me find a place? And I said, Julie, we're just happened to be the perfect location. We're centrally located. It's easy to get to us, and we have the space. Can we do it? And, of course, she was happy to hear that, and we were able to bring in all the material here, stage it. The community foundation sent in um, some of their employees. We broke everything down, kitted it all up, and set up a schedule and had them come in over a two-day period every 10 minutes. We had a nonprofit showing up and picking up PPE to allow them to open up. You know, a lot of them haven't been able to to secure the supplies. One, it's not their expertise. They're not used to buying things like this um, and don't have the supply chain available to them that we do. And, and uh, the Community Foundation, through their partnership with United Way and Grace Farms Foundation, were able to secure all of this and, and get these nonprofits back up and running because we need them. We need them working. We need the economy running, and they're a big part of the economy. So we were excited to be able to participate. My employees were really jazzed up about it um, to see it happen and, you know, and volunteer to help. And although the Community Foundation and United Way did most of the work um, here at our facility, we were we were happy to give back because a lot of us have used these services and and have family and friends and neighbors who have used the services and we're, we need them up and running. So it was um it was a lot of fun, and we felt good. It made it was it was a bright spot for us, um, you know, in a pretty dark time in our lives. So we were happy to do it. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds really amazing. Um, are you going to continue to uh, distribute and uh, house uh, PPE and distribute it amongst the community, or do you still have plans to continue to do that because the need is not going to go away at this point? Right. I think you know the the original plan that was put together through the COVID-19 fund, which is a joint fund between the Community Foundation and, and uh, Waterbury United Way, was let's try and, and do an eight-week window. You know, because it's a lot of money, as you can imagine, to secure that much um, PPE. Let's try and get everybody um, opened up. We'll look at it from an eight-week 
um, standpoint. And you know, everyone who all the nonprofits had come in and said, "What do you know? What do you need, or what will will they need to to operate for eight weeks?" I do think that it'll happen again. You know, because they're going to continue to be a problem, and some of the PPE is in short supply, of course. And as things flare up in other parts of the country and other parts of the world, then they get the focus of all the PPE, and it becomes hard to find again. So, um, I do believe we'll do it at least one more time, but I'm not sure that would that um, will be driven by the need um, of the, all the local nonprofits. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Doug, it was really great to hear from you. Uh, thank you so much for talking with me this morning. Um, I'm you know, glad to hear that things are doing pretty well um, at Marion Manufacturing, and congratulations on uh, giving back to the community. I think that's critical during this time. Um, so I hope you're doing well, and uh, you know, I'm wishing you and your employees the best of health. Great, Jen, and thank you for having me. You know I love to talk shop, so um, <laughs> thanks for letting me let me talk to you and uh, be a part of your podcast today. Absolutely. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit cbia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there. <laughs>